Hey, welcome to another edition of the Independent Creator Podcast. I'm your humble host, and uh, tonight we're actually going to talk about Owncast, the uh, community initiative that just started today, and uh, a little bit about the Fediverse. Some stuff here and there, we'll talk about that. So join us, will you? So one thing that we want to talk about is pretty much is on everybody's mind is owncast owncast is really you know a great place to be if you really think about it because not only is it uh, open source it's free all you gotta do is pay for the hardware that to host it on or a server or whatever and it's pretty much it's a it's a drop and go kind of piece of kit there's not really much to it except for live streaming and uh, a chat and if you're watching on our own cast server, welcome. And it's a great place to actually, you know, take control of your actual live streaming, your actual content. It's just one act, uh, one hub, really, because if you've been watching or been listening to the show, watching whatever, or reading the blog post, I you know that I'm a big proponent of actually owning your own content. And what I mean by that is making a website. Uh, setting it up so you can post stuff to your website, any kind of articles, blog posts, writings, whatever, video submissions, whatever you want. And then taking that and sharing it out to the other central or the other uh, social networks, you know, like uh, Mastodon or if you're still on it, X Twitter, if you're on Threads or Blue Sky, you just share out from your actual website. Sorry, I just had a cat up here not too long ago, so still has some cat hair floating floating about. She wanted to have some attention. But that's my big thing, is one aspect of actually owning your content is live streaming. Now, most of us know about live streaming through either Twitch, uh, YouTube, LifeSpace, Facebook Gaming. Uh, that's pretty much it at the moment. Uh, hopefully soon we have share play coming in, but one aspect to actually own your content is to have a live streaming place all of your own that you fully control. And that is owncast. Now owncast has been around for a while. We've talked about this a couple episodes ago, uh, where I showed you how to uh, set up your own owncast server on Hetzner, uh, which is a host, a web hosting company. Uh, it's another one. You don't have to use Hetzner. You can use, there's uh, Linode or DigitalOcean. There's many different places out there that you can uh, utilize in order to set up your own particular Owncast server. Now, one other thing I have to say is that Owncast, like I said, it's free. Um, all you have to do is really uh, have the inf uh, infrastructure. If you have your own hardware, set up that is where you can host your own server or again use a uh, uh, web hosting company like Hetzner or Linode so it's something that you can think about and it's really it's it's I'll have to say it is very good that you know it is not too expensive you can you can run an owncast server 
on like a $5 Lenovo node. It may not run well, but you might want to beef up the, the CPU or move up to a, a more powerful CPU because it does take uh, some CPU usage on your server. But, sorry. Um, what it is is that it requires some hardware that you have to think about. Now, one thing I want to talk about actually is there is a community initiative that's actually just started today to bring about more people into the Omcast fold or the Omcast community. Most notably, people that can do like theming or customization. Um, because what I've been noticing, or yeah, pretty much what I've been noticing is that when somebody starts up an Omcast server, most of the time is that they leave it on the default theme. If you're watching our, our, our streams, you'll notice that our, our theme is not the default. That's because I found a, um, it's a see it's all built in CSS. So if you, if you are very fluent in CSS and you have the capability, I would suggest actually trying your hand at making a theme for, you know, Omcast. So let me show you this one here. This one is actually from uh, Tainted Cipher. It's called a, um, it's like a Twitchy. It's called Twitchy. And it's an Omcast theme. It kind of gives your Omcast server a Twitch-like appearance. I know some people might not like, you know, the Twitch-ified look. But, you know, it's something different than just a default look. So, of course, I have it here on our side here. It gives all the purple, and then in the chat will have like the alternating uh, names that are the different colors. But this one, it's it's well, I should say this is what I'm using. This is all very customizable. So if you do know CSS and you take this one, you can actually play around with it. And I'll show you here how easy it is to actually change your appearance. Because I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand or actually look for the appearance tab, which is a shame because you can, if you have the capability or even just, you know, changing the colors a little bit, a lot of people don't go into it. They just kind of like set it and forget it and just run as a, a default theme. So, I'm going to go into my own cast admin here. Go into uh, general. And what you want to do is once you're logged into your admin side, go into configuration in general, and you'll see these three tabs up here. The general is just where you can give your, your name, your U, uh, URL about logo and stuff like that and tags. But right here, the appearance tab, if you go here, Right off the bat, you can set up different colors. Like you can have a background color. You can change all this stuff and make it your own. No matter how many times uh, you want to style this, you can always just go back and just change it to you know the default. But you can also change like action hover, which means hovering over links, button borders, primary text, chat background, chat font, the text itself. If it's uh, you want if it's light mode or dark mode, the header and footer, page content, you get the idea. It's now, <clears throat> excuse me. 
down here is the CSS. This is the meat and potatoes, as it were. Is that if you're like a like keep harping, if you're comfortable and you know your way around CSS, give this a go. Um, I'm me personally, I don't um have experience in CSS. Sorry, I had a sneeze there for a second. Um, I don't have any experience in CSS, but from what I've heard and been seeing around is that once you get to actually understand what each section is, it's actually pretty easy to get a grasp of it. So I'm going to probably make it my mission to try to set up or customize a CSS and uh, see how it goes and make a different theme that I'll put up on uh, this indiecreator.com as a, uh, as a, a free resource. But with this one, if you go to, I'll have this in the video description on YouTube, but this one is, if you find it on GitHub, uh, there's a couple links out there as well that it already has a CSS. All you gotta do is copy it and paste it into the CSS call or the uh, section here that and just hit save. And then you're pretty much good to go. And you'll have a Twitch-ified, Twitch-like um, Owncast server. So that makes things a lot easier. Now, you don't have to do the CSS. Again, like I said, you can just change the colors to something completely different because it's, it's fully customizable. Um, it was back in the version 0.1. Point zero, that big update is when you will be able to change the colors in the GUI into the actual admin side. You could have done it beforehand, but you would have to have uh, some HTML knowledge. It wasn't really easy to get to or change, but the uh, people who make or who work on Owncast really have done themselves a great service in setting this up for everybody. And again, like I said, not that many people, I don't believe, go into the appearance tab. And which is a shame because it's it's a great feature that you can use. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. It's, it's all open source. So I hope, you know, just to get this information out, I hope a lot of people actually, you know, take the chance. And again, if you don't like what you've you set up, just hit this reset the defaults and it automatically change everything back to the default. And then you can try something else. See if that works. And a great resource is actually look online for a, um, a color wheel. What I mean by that is a, uh, it's a color wheel that helps you set up uh, like complementary colors. So you can say if you do uh, like a purple, what's the complementary color to purple? And it's uh, several different options that you can use to help, you know, keep your color matching uh, a little bit more streamlined and not go so crazy. You don't want to, I, I mean, if you really want to go this route, you can go with like the ketchup and mustard look. It is you know, old school McDonald's, but it's kind of, uh, you, you do you, but yeah, <laughs> I really haven't seen anyone don't do like crazy colors. I mean, it's possible if you really wanted to do that, you can do it, but 
you can match or have complementary colors or you know with color wheels that are kind of like a gradient from one to another so you have a lot of options here now one other thing i want to look at is or show you is that a community initiative i, I talked I, I briefly mentioned this at the beginning is that we want to bring a more community focus or look, or I should say, um, bring about more eyes into the actual community that surrounds Owncast. Because right now, people just you know get the or get the uh, their, their server, the software installed, and then they they're off on their own tangent and doing whatever, which is great because hey, they're using Owncast software. And that's what it was built for is to, you know, control your own content. But we want to also include the people who want to have a little bit more voice and to say, hey, um, I actually know how to do CSS theming. And uh, let me try to work up something real quick and share it out to the community. Now, if you don't know that there is a, a rocket chat uh, chat room that you can go to. Uh, it's not just for support. Um, it's also for community getting together and talking about amongst each other or with, you know, other own cast owners or server runners, admins, whatever you want to call them. Um, the best way to get to it is, you know, go to the owncast.online website. And there is a link right up here. It's the rocket chat icon here in the upper right. Looks like a little uh, spaceship with three dots. So if you go into that, of course you got create an account and log in. And this, it, we, this has been started. Gabe uh, created the the channel, so we can go into here. And it's a great thing that we just started. Uh, of course, I'm I'm in here as well, but it's trying to get you know things together to you know start up a a. Uh, there's someone that's uh, going to start up a newsletter, a monthly newsletter talking about the different projects where we do like a uh, content creator of the month type of showcase or theme builder showcase, whatever. It was, this is just the beginning of this great initiative. I think that it could work out really well. Now, what you can do is to join it by going into the Uncast, a rocket chat, creating an account, and just start talking because you also have just the general channel here as well. And most of the time it's just filled up with people looking for support. It's not really, um, talking with Gabe, um, in chat here, it, they were, uh, saying that it wasn't really meant to be like a support, but it was, it just became that way. It's this de facto looking for support and a quick way to get, uh, uh, support say, Hey, uh, something on my own cast server is not working or it's, this is, this is broken or busted. And but most of the time it could be such a small thing, but if it's a bigger problem or an actual bug or issue, um, that you, then you'll be directed over to the GitHub page and then put in an issue request there so that people who are actually working on the project can go through and try to figure it out for the next release cycle get that fixed but going in here and seeing this community uh, channel is a great thing not only is it a great place for uh, others you know to uh let's see so i don't butcher 
the uh, exact wording, but is um as uh, MXKS says here is uh, we're starting a new Uncast community channel that's dedicated to discussing our streaming work, finding ways to help promote ourselves and each other, and in general grow a social ecosystem around Uncast. So it's just please feel free to join if that's of an interest to you. And it'd be great to see more people come in into the rocket chat and just, you know, start chatting with the, or start, let's get this community going because there, yeah, there is a community, but again, it's just mostly people coming in for support. So would really like to see more people come in just for a community building aspect. And would definitely love to see that start, uh, taken off um i know it's just brand new so it's going to take some time but the thing is for people like myself letting you know about these particular initiatives um to bring more awareness to it not only do i have our own site this that helps you know talk about alternative platforms which owncast is but we also talk about all different initiatives, like for Gilded, there's Owncast, we got LiveSpace, we got SharePlay coming up. Um, so there's many different things that I would like to see start you know, building up community-wise for uh, passionate people who are looking for this kind of community building or community aspect of these alternative platforms. And, you know, it doesn't... It doesn't take it takes more than one person to do it. It takes one person to get the ball rolling, but it's like a snowball effect. You I know it really doesn't work this way, but it just go with the uh the example. You take a snowball and then toss it down a, a hill. As it's rolling down, it picks up more snow and it starts becoming larger and larger. That's pretty much what we're looking for is to say, hey, you like Owncast and you want to see more streamers or more content creators actively using the software great us too me as well but what we got to do is get together as a community go into the rocket chat or uh sign up if we do like a news if there's a newsletter that starts up sign up for that and just you know start getting involved start sharing the information that hey rocket chat i mean um Owncast is here. It's available for you if you're looking for an alternative and you actually want to start you know, creating or self-hosting yourself. There's people out there that are more than willing to help you. I know I had an issue when I was moving uh, my to a different hosting and it was to say, oh yeah, all you got to do is move or copy over this particular file structure. Well, I tried to do that, but unfortunately it wasn't working out too well for me. So thankfully I had someone uh, walk me through or go through the different troubleshooting processes. Uh, and it just eventually came out to a point where it's like, it looks like what it's supposed to be, but you know, it didn't quite work out. So I was kind of like, well, I, I lost the followers. I only had like 13. It was just starting out. So I was kind of like, eh, oh, well, I'll just start over from scratch because, you know, I'm not going to really uh, keep going with this. But it's just one of those things where, yeah, you have helpful people in the community that willing are willing to take the time to show you and help, you know, 
you understand, okay, well, this might be the problem. Let's go through the steps to figure out exactly what's going on, which is a great thing because if, if I was left to my own devices, I would have to be spending some time learning Docker uh, containers and, and uh, working on different things like that. It would take me a lot longer. I, I don't have... I I don't have the qualms to say, hey, well, I don't want I don't want to learn about Docker and stuff like that, but it's just one of those things where helpful people are there, and I would like to see more of a community starting, and that's why I like to that's why I'm trying to help out as well is getting more eyes on the Rocket Chat. So if I go let's go back here and just uh, for one more time and say, hey, if you want to join, join the Rocket Chat. Owncast, open up the or join in with the uh, the channel, the Owncast community channel. It's not in general; it's it's a separate one there. And this is where we can start talking about different things of like, uh, like 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 again, the streamer showcase, uh, streamer of the month, or the theme of the month, whatever. If you hey, if also you get some ideas, you join in and post up. It's like hey. I got this great thing I have an idea for and type, 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 push, push it out there. And you know what? It become possible. Who knows? It won't, won't become possible if you don't do it. It's like Michael Scott says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I know I probably messed that up, but it's close enough. But Uncast is actually a really great piece of kit. It's, it's a great software. And again, it's, I have other, I have other videos on, uh, where I ran through and installing owncast through the one click install on Hetzner. Uh, you can also do that on Linode and there's some other places that have one click installs or even here on owncast, you can just take the, uh, it's like a line of code on your server, paste it in, hit enter, and then just go through the install process. It's like less than 10 minutes you'll have a Uncast server up and running and just hit go live or connect your OBS or XSplit or Ecamm or whatever you use and off you off you go. It's think thinking about it, it seems to like a, a um, I don't want to say like a normal person, but for someone who's not uh, well adapted to server architecture or adminning uh, their own server or running anything like that, it seems kind of daunting at first, but it's just that one, one line and it's just entering in, you know, the domain name and the email for the SSL or the uh, Let's Encrypt. And pretty much that is really all there is to it. It runs itself in the background, and especially if you have it underneath a Docker container in, on Hetzner, it automatically updates itself because it, goes, it does the um, uh, latest version yeah, in the in the Docker because that's what it's set up for. So you really don't have to worry about updating if you go that route. It does it automatically by itself. Yeah, you might want to like learn a little bit of how your server runs and ways to fix it or look for ways to fix it if it does something does come up. It's just something that's nice to have. It's just you know, not set it and forget it really because you know you can get in a little bit of trouble if you. <laughs> All, all of a sudden your server blows up and you're left handing, standing there holding a, a shard remains. And you're like, well, crap, what do I do? <laughs> so at least try how to, uh, what's it? Uh, teach yourself 
give yourself a little bit of knowledge of how to go through and set up like another server just to to test around and mess around with and use that as your your uh, your sacrificial server so go ahead and blow that one up so at least you know what not to do right um so as you can tell i'm really big because that's what i do on this channel and uh initially with like um any creator hub and this indie creator is looking at and experimenting with alternative platforms and that's what i've been doing for for years now is looking at these different different places and ways to you know do your content creation as an independent creator just looking away from like the likes of twitch or you know youtube or anything like that especially especially youtube nowadays because if you don't know or if you've been living underneath a rock or you just kind of like, I, I don't care about YouTube. I don't care about any news. They're going through and act it's they've started a while ago, a cold war with ad blockers. What that means is that usually some people would have installed like uBlock origin on their web browsers, which means that any ads or anything like that will not show up on YouTube. So as they're watching a video, it, continuously plays you don't have to worry about the pre-rolls mid-rolls and even the post-roll ads so it's kind of nice to go through but i can see how that would affect a certain subset of creators that make their income through ad revenue on youtube it's unfortunate that they're only looking at one particular avenue on that instead of kind of branching out you know the uh don't place your eggs all in one basket kind of uh, kind of deal. But a lot of YouTube creators have gone that route and said, hey, ad blockers that hurt me. Like, well, you know, you can do other avenues, but I, I can see your point. And YouTube has decided, well, we're going to block all ad blockers. And it'll just, then they'll block the, the blockers and then they'll go through and the blockers will come through with something else on YouTube. It's just a general arms race back and forth. So what is actually they're doing now, and it's been confirmed, YouTube has stated that if we're not, they're not slowing or minimizing your the user experience on YouTube on certain browsers, because that's what it was thought of that, oh, if you're using Firefox, then you're getting your, your experience of YouTube is getting held back. No, I decided to say, well, it's because you're using an ad blocker and we're actively slowing down the uh, load times of your videos that you want to watch, which in my mind, I can see it. I, I, I know I can see that as a devil's advocate that, yes, that's how they make their money. And they don't want people messing with their money, but there are other ways to go about this. And I'm not a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company. Okay, and the uh, ramifications and all the logistics of having to do that, but to generally cause your your users who are using your software or your your platform have a lesser experience because they just so happen to have an ad blocker installed, even though the FBI in the U.S. has mentioned or has uh, created a PSA to tell people to have an ad blocker installed on their on their browsers in order to keep themselves safe from malicious ads. 
that have included malicious code to keep their computers safe. And here's YouTube coming around. So I know don't have that. And if you do have that, we're going to make sure that your user experience is piss poor and it's your fault for, for doing this. And it's also against TOS. And it's, I don't know what, I don't know what YouTube is uh, thinking there, but obviously they're thinking about money, which yeah, money does make the world go round. But that's why also I like, I like to say, or direct people to like a peer tube, a, uh, which is an alternative to YouTube. And of course I'm lucky enough to have been uh, added into Tilvid's uh, peer tubes instance. So a lot of my videos I'm pretty much, I've been, I think I'm caught up. This is, I'm going to start adding these podcast episodes into Tilvid's as well. But long story short is that I really love alternative platforms. Owncast, PeerTube, Mastodon. I've been even looking at like Castopod, even Funk Whale for, you know, for podcast hosting. Uh, for now, I'm keeping everything on ca- uh, Captivate. And I think there for a second. That's where I have all my podcast host, uh, hosted uh, episodes hosted. Because not only do I do this episode, this podcast, the Independent Creator Podcast, I also do Zero Point Report, and eventually I might start back the uh, Familiar Plots podcast. But that's that's for a later date. That's for next year. But essentially, coming back around to the alternative platforms, uh, like for Omcast and Macedon is great too, because if you go into Macedon, uh, let's make sure I don't have anything here. Uh, I'm good to go. Especially with, with Omcast. It's if you set up your Omcast to automatically post when you go live, you get this right here. If, if you're listening, it's an actual post in my uh, feed of saying whatever I posted in, excuse me, of whatever I posted in my social section in my own cast admin side of things. I'll show you how to do that in just one second, but I'll automatically post uh, like a minute or two after you go live. And then what you could do is if you, it's a good idea to follow yourself. So you have that feed and just go ahead and hit this button, the, uh, the retweet or the repost of that particular posts to your followers on your main, ch- uh, Mastodon channel. So there's a lot of things that you can do between Omcast and the Mastodon or the wide Fediverse as it's as, as your as yourself. Now, if you go into social, if you go back into your admin side of things on your Omcast server, go to configuration and then go to social. This I've talked about this before in a previous video is this is where you can put in your now live messaging. You can change this or you can leave a blank for just the basic. Um, if you leave a blank, it's going to disable it. It's not going to post it out. I would suggest to do this every single time you go live. Not only is it a good uh, way to get in the habit of changing this out, but also it's like kind of like a um, uh, self-promotion. So if you go to post... If you put something in here and like I showed you, you can repost what was posted on your feed to your followers. And it's kind of like, Hey, I'm live now. And it's, I know back in the day, it was a lot of, uh, live streamer, Twitter, 
the advice at the time, and I think it's also still true to this day, is that if you just have your feed is just going live post and there's no kind of other content to, you know, fill out your Mastodon account. A lot of people kind of ignore and put you, your, your postings on ignore because no one really wants to see a consistent or constant going live post, going live post, going live post in their feeds, especially from the same person over and over and over again. It's just not how Mastodon works and the Fediverse doesn't work this way. There's no algorithm. I don't know if you noticed that there is no algorithm. If you're just new to Mastodon and the like and the activity pub protocol, there's no algorithm. It's, it's the greatest thing since, you know, sliced bread that you actually have to work in curating your own feed. Now I know some people are, will guffaw uh, at that and say, Oh, can't believe you'll make me do work and actually follow people I want to be interested in. You can't just like suggest stuff to me. No, we're not here to hold your hand, buddy. Your own, you are your own person. You're a big kid. Now get out there in the world. Buckaroo. (laughs) But, um, it's just, you know, you gotta change your way of thinking. And a lot of people, when the first, uh, Twitter migration came through back uh, last year. Uh, this, well, was it a couple days ago last year uh, when, of course, Elon Musk first took over Twitter, that huge wave that came in and people were kind of confused. It was like, what, what do I do around here? What is this? How a toot? How do I toot? I, I don't know what this means. And I think a lot of the people that came through that first wave or the first, second, third or fourth wave at that time kind of got, I don't want to say jaded, but they're kind of overwhelmed and they gave up on Mastodon. They said, Oh, this is too hard. I can't do this. And went back to, back to Twitter. Now I'm not saying what they did is wrong or right. That's just their comfort level. If they're comfortable with, a particular way of how things were done, especially for de- for what over a decade, that's centralized social networking is what we most of the people grew up on. That's all they really knew. Old people, old farts like myself and, and a lot of other people that grew up back in like pre-AOL days, you know, and how it was really decentralized. It was, that's what the internet was. We kind of saw this as like, oh, I, I can remember this. This is like the old days. You know, Pepperidge Farm remembers. And we kind of like, oh, this is no biggie. Change our way of thinking real quick. Even though we were, got used to how the centralized way of thinking came to be. And we kind of like, oh, yeah, decentralized is, is, is better. This is great. This is a breath of fresh air, really. So I hope a lot more people, you know, kind of... No, take that, take that leap. Take that first step back into decentralized uh, software and infrastructure like Owncast, like Mastodon or PeerTube or Castopod. It's just one of those things where it's like, I hope that more and more people realize that, yes, you do have to learn a little bit more, a little bit more interest, uh, interest, whatever, uh, the infrastructure, 
I, there was a different word I was trying to think of, but I couldn't get my brain and mouth work right way. But to bring out a new generation of uh, up and coming independent creators or live streamers to use these services to help spread the, aware, the awareness of these services and software. Now, Owncast is not set up and does not want to be a Twitch replacement. That's completely antithetical of what Owncast really is, really. It's, it's there to be a place that you build on your own website, your own server, to be your own. And you can share the link out to everywhere else. It's not a, a hub of live streams. If you want a hub, Owncast really does have that. It's the directory. And if you go here, let me refresh here. There, there is a directory. If you're looking for people to watch that are or are that they, they do have an Owncast server and they have set it up to be public and to have added into the directory, this is a great place. It's directory.owncast.online. And it has all the servers that are live right now. Yes, and there's a lot of 24-7s. There's some great ones, like there's the um, uh, Fediverse Radio, yep, this one, uh, Radio Free Fetty. Uh, it was a game, yeah, internet game station, uh, the Bat Station Internet Radio. I think that's the one. There's also another one that was like game music which is pretty cool. Uh, and you got the chicken feed. Oh, no, these are bees. Um, it'd be nice to have like the chicken feed. Uh, I saw that on uh, Glimish and I think they're on Live Space. There's also kitten cam. It's like a 24 hour uh, cat cam. It's a great thing for those 24 hour seven channels that to come in and, and do that. Oh, it's like, oh, I know, I know this guy <laughs> in the basement. Yeah, that too. But, um, <laughs> excuse me. I, if you're looking for something that, you know, a discovery, there's no algorithm here. It's this, this is random. Uh, this channel will be here for so many minutes, like 15, 20 minutes. Then another channel will be taking its place. Or even if it's, if you refresh, okay. Yeah, it's still, but I think it's when you refresh another one joins or takes the top spot there or as the, uh, the featured in air quotes, the featured spot. So there is a lot of, servers that you can look through and say, oh, uh, Hatnet, Hatnet's Plays. Uh, it's a uh, Linux gaming channel. So this guy, he, all he does, he plays uh, Linux games. So yeah, for some, I think that they couldn't handle not seeing that they had 100,000 followers on Mastodon or other. Yeah, that's another thing is that people were so enamored with, I have to have so many followers. I need to have all these followers. Oh, St. Clinton, that's you. <laughs> Welcome. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of people, again, they were very, they were used to the algorithm feeding or sending their information out there to their followers and to other people's for you pages. And that doesn't happen in my, on Mastodon or any of these alternative platforms. It doesn't happen on like Blue Sky. Um, it doesn't happen on Spoutable. It doesn't happen. Um, well, I, I won't say that on threads. There is kind of like a some sort of algorithm, but it's it's rudimentary at best. It's kind of it's threads is like a um, old Twitter 
where blue sky is the same way but there's no algorithm it's just it's based on uh whoever you follow and the uh feeds that you want to follow there as well mastodon i think is uh is is it i know it is the same way if there's no algorithm whoever you follow or whoever that your whatever feed or hashtag is that you're following so there is that excuse me sorry it's chick-fil-a so yeah it's a lot of people would have to come through and change the way of their thinking their mentality of how they do their social postings and I think especially with the continuing landfill fire that is Twitter, or I should say X Twitter, is that I can see more and more people coming over. I know I said that in the past, and it's true. More and more people, it's it's just it's slow waves coming over and over. And who's to say is that with these alternatives, we do have a lot more choices. We have Blue Sky Spoutable, uh, Mastodon. We have uh, threads and whatever comes up afterwards. It's just, you know, I think at a, at a point in time, especially I know that at a, a point in time, we'll have too many choices. We've seen that already where T2 or otherwise known as Pebble uh, closed up shop. It's just kind of, I think we had reached a point where it was too many places at one time. That really didn't kind of like say, hey, our social network is different in this way from everybody else. It was more like our social network is similar and you should come towards us. And it's kind of like, what do you give us that is a little bit different? Well, you can post a post. Hey, I can do that everywhere else too. <laughs> so... I think what's going to happen is that a lot of people are going to start gravitate to wherever they feel more comfortable with. And come to say is that X Twitter is not going to be that place for a majority of, of uh, users. And I know on threads, I've come constantly having to mute or block so many people, so many uh, like uh, these, these bot accounts I'm like, I don't, I don't care about you. I don't care about block or mute, 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 especially the thirst traps too. It's like, I don't, I don't want this in my feed. If I want to do that. I'll go into a different feed, but it's kind of like having to, I'm, when I'm scrolling, I'll sit there and I'll have to go through a mute, like three, four, five in a row. It's like, why are you constantly sending me? And I'm sure I've seen the same person's picture multiple times in my feed, especially on threads. And it's like, I've blocked this person before I muted this, this, this account. Why am I getting this? It's because it's a bot. This is posting the same picture under a new account because they've probably been blocked so many times and they just opened up a new one. So I don't see that really. That hasn't happened to me on Mastodon because I can choose who I follow. And it doesn't really happen to me on blue sky because i choose who i follow and the feeds i follow so it's it's a nice thing to where you have when you have more control and you don't have an algorithm it's it's so much nicer you're not being fed crap say like, oh we think that you like this it's like no i don't like this i want to see less of this and it's like algorithm why are you not learning 
But the Fediverse, especially with Owncast, I love just talking about Owncast and ad nauseum. But it's the things that I want to say is like, hey, there is a community growing initiative that I would love to see more and more people come in and visit, interact. And it's just one of those things where, you know, let's let's get the ball rolling, especially as we get into 2024. And I know and Gabe knows, and Gabe, they know that it's not going to be competitive to Twitch. That's, again, like I said, they have no, no, um, what's the word? No ideas or they don't, they don't thought of them comparing to Twitch is so far from what, you know, it owncast stands for really. And that's the reason why I like it. And I like PeerTube. I like Mastodon. I like the Blue Sky. I like these alternative platforms to, you know, like Facebook or X Twitter. It's just, it's just, it's a breath of fresh air, really. And this is what I like to do: is talk about these alternative platforms. And um, as as I start as I start closing out here is. Um, my own cast server here on this uh, on the indie basement is as you if you scroll down, I have changed a couple things. This is going to be the server of choice. I did have two. I had this one and the any creator hub one. I'm going to be closing the any creator hub own cast server and everything is going to go through this. Yeah, there are way too many. I'm on some which are great in how they are designed and usability, but just can't get. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, I've been getting some traction on uh, like Blue Sky and on Mastodon here. But yeah, is um, and with Owncast, I've actually gotten a lot of um, St. Clinton. You're you're a regular here on all pretty much most of my channels here, but I got a lot of uh, people come through random people that depending on whatever I'm streaming in on day that they're interested in, they'll start actively uh, talking or chatting and I get some follows and, and uh, some interaction. If, if I got that from, from live space, uh, that'd be great. I don't get anything over there uh, because this content is not really gaming, uh, especially I'm also going through my any creator hub over there. Um, YouTube, I get some traction every once in a while, but it's, it's very hit and miss, I should say, especially since I'm not posting as many shorts. Actually, I'm not posting any shorts. So my, uh, the uh, views have been around like the 30 to 50, uh, uh, views per, was it 48 hours that range? So it's, it's leveled off a lot, but it still gets some decent, uh, views, but I'm mainly focusing on Owncast. It's just what I like. And it, gives, it gives me the ability to control my content that I want to post out there on my own site. But yeah, I'm going to be closing. I'm closing out the Indie Creator Hub Owncast server. Uh, everything is going to go over here on the Indie Basement. And I changed it. We're talking about indie gaming, uh, independent creator stuff, content creation. It's all going to live right here. I also have a link uh, just below the player, especially when I do my uh, first two hour streams. It's going to be here as well. But I'm going to change that button. It says this week's game is going to be that particular week's game. Like for 
uh, since this this past Sunday. It's uh, Avery Attorney. So it's kind of nice. It's like, hey, this is what I talked about in the first two hours episode this past Sunday. I have the game link here. And then, because I had someone come in and um, I have on a scene, it says, because uh, I stream to like Twitch and other places where I can do the uh, chatbot stuff. But Owncast makes it so much easier. I don't have to do a chatbot. It's just like, yeah, just push the button and you get taken to right where you need to go, need to go. So I'm uh, consolidating a lot of things, especially the any creator hub website itself. Um, I'm leaving it open throughout the rest of this year. I'm slowly converting everything into this any creator.com as like for blog postings. Uh, the, our forum is there. Our event list uh, channel or our event schedule is there or the calendar and everything is going to be inside this indiecreator.com. Like all my uh, blog postings, all the game reviews, first two hour reviews are going to be there. And everything for live streams are going to go through Owncast and they're going to be uh, posting that out as a, as a, uh, like the first link that you'll see. So yeah, I'll be post or I'll be still streaming on Twitch, uh, YouTube, LiveSpace, and whenever uh, SharePlay comes out. So it's going to be that I'll have the options for live, like live streaming onto those other places. But my main focus is on Owncast or uh, Owncast server. So if you haven't checked out this indiecreator.com, it's a, uh, like I said, it's a great place to come visit. It's where I have all my uh, blog postings. We got our forums that come in and uh, join up with the community and also our calendar. I got tonight is the Owncast in the Fediverse that episode. And for next Sunday, this coming Sunday, is our, the next episode of the first two hours. We're going to be playing Bad North, the uh, Jutun edition. So that's a little house cleaning at the end of this episode. Hopefully you guys uh, have enjoyed yourselves. I know St. Clinton comes back. They're a regular. They're a great person. If you don't know St. Clinton, go check them out. Um, Blue Sky and uh, Spoutable. Um, that's where they usually um, reside. But definitely check things out on Mastodon. Um, also, I forgot to add is that uh, everything on Mastodon is going through my twit.social at Josh B. That is my main account. That is going to be what I post everything out to. So uh, I'm going to be closing out the uh, the feed dot indiecreatorhub.com over there because and, and i was just kind of like i have way too many things going on and it's kind of like i just need to you know consolidate tighten up what i've been working on or working with but hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode uh this episode will be available on audio podcast tomorrow by 10 o'clock in the morning if if I'm uh, up early enough, but I'm definitely get this out there for you guys on whatever podcast player of choice that you want to use. I like I like Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast is great, and uh, yeah, but you can find it on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, I believe Amazon's podcast, and also on YouTube if you want to watch the video. The, this this actual episode on YouTube. We do have a podcast playlist on our channel at Any Creator Hub. So without further ado, I'd like to say thank you for coming out. And uh, hopefully you guys have a good night. And until 
two weeks from now, we got two more episodes this year. That's it. We're done for this year. And we'll come back for 2024. Don't worry. But keep updated. Go to thisindiecreator.com to find out what's coming up next week. So with that, I hope you see you next time. And uh, later, taters.